Bava Matziah, Perik Beis, Mishnah Test 2.9, and there's really two parts of this Mishnah. The first is going to say, essentially you need to have your common sense with you. If you see someone's animal, and it seems that the owner doesn't know where the animal is, that's called an Aveda, you've got to bring it back. And if you see an animal, and presumably the owner does know where it is, so then you don't have to deal with it, of course, you can leave it for, leave it be. So the Mishnah says, Eizohi Aveda, what constitutes a lost animal? Matzah chamora para, you see some donkey or some cow, rowan baderech, it's just, you know, grazing on the side of the path or something. Eizohi Aveda, you don't have to assume maybe it's lost, no, just leave it be. Presumably the owner does know where it is. Chamor v'kelev hafuchen, however, if you find a donkey and its its saddle is like uh, on its belly instead of on its back, it's like turned over, meaning this is now, in, you know, it's been uh, left derelict and it's it's uh, who knows what's happening to it presumably the owner doesn't know where it is or para ratza ben hakramim or you see a cow that's running through the vineyard the point is that this is, is bad news for the cow it's going to get injured same as if you see a cow like running away from the city towards the fields or something like that so then harezu obeda you have to say listen obviously the owner doesn't know this is going on wouldn't let this happen to his cow or his donkey and therefore that's an aveda and you have to return it Hechzero, that's din number one. Din number two is that there's no limit to the amount of times you need to return it if you have the opportunity to do Hashavah Saveda. Says the Mishnah, Hechzero uvarcha, Hechzero uvarcha. Even if you return it and it runs away, you return the animal, it runs away again. Afilo arba v'chamisha pamim. doesn't matter how many times. The Mishnah says four or five, but there's no real limit at all. That's just the standard way the Mishnah talks. Then, Chayav l'hechzira, you have an obligation to return the animal. And the reason that you can't just say, you know, obviously the person who's in charge here is is a poche, he's being negligent and not locking up his animal, which keeps on getting out, is because the Pasuk says, Hashev Shnemars. The Pasuk says, Hashev Tashivim. Uh, it's a double expression, like you will certainly return it. The point is the fact that it does that doubling up of the language in the verse tells you you have to do it even if it means many times. Okay. That's part number one of the Mishnah. Part number two of the Mishnah, a new point. The point here of the Mishnah is that the Torah does not obligate you to lose money uh, in order to return your friend's lost object. So meaning, if you're sitting around, um, like, not working, you know, after hours, and you see a lost object, then you have to go return it. If you're working, so the Mishnah will basically say that you're entitled to be compensated um, for the lost income that's happening uh, because you stopped your, you know, your hourly construction job to go do the lost object, to return the lost object. So the Mishnah says, Hayabatul misela, if a person has a construction job, agricultural job, whatever, these are, everyone in the time of the Mishnah was like basically, a, you know, a menial labor, doing, doing, you know, laborious work, strenuous laborious work. So if a person lost a sella worth of wages, you know, whatever it is, you know, $10 of wages, um, to go return this object, Lo yomar lo, he, the worker who returned the object, can't say to the person who lost the object, ten li sella. Listen, you owe me a full sella, all ten dollars, because you know, I, I, I lost my wages returning your object. El enos lo scharo kapoel batel. But he does have to compensate him just like a worker who's, um, who's batel, who's not working. The idea is like this. If a person is a bricklayer or a digging ditches or, you know, picking oranges in the sun, whatever the story is, so then um, he's getting paid a decent wage, a fair wage, let's say, but the point is that's a lot of hard work. And there's room to say, listen, he would happily take a break from his hard work um, and work much less hard and get paid less for it. So the mission's point here is that 
he doesn't get his full wage as if he was digging a ditch because he's not digging a ditch. He's doing much less work than that, and he's happy to sort of do less work. And that being the case, he gets paid, says the Mishnah, as a poel batel, like a person who's not working. Now, there's two there's a two basic approaches to what this means. And the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, it means like a you know unemployed person, like, I don't know, like a person standing as a human scarecrow, sitting around, you know, whatever, guarding, a, standing by opening a gate or something, a doorman or something. So the point is, um, that's like a minimal amount of like unemployment wage, whatever it is, like least amount of wage, because a person is doing essentially no work. Uh, their other shot, the Ramah Paskins, is that it's how much a person would um, take to do this kind of work. In other words, there's, you know, for 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 $10 an hour, a person will just sit at a, at a door and just open and close the door for people. Um, he'll take $20 an hour if he has to dig ditches and lay bricks. Um, but there's like a middle range, which is if a person has to be a delivery guy, he has to go now and take this lost object um, to the owner. So he's not just sitting on his rear end. He's also not you know, sweating in the sun. It's something a little in the middle. So the point is that would be, I don't know what, a $12 an hour job to be a delivery guy. So the Ramah holds um, that the din would be poel batel means he's not getting the full wages he would get for his hard work, but he's getting paid like any other guy would be to be a delivery guy. You know, call it $12 instead of $10 an hour, which a, an idle worker would get. Okay, now, what happens if a person says, listen, I understand that delivery guys get 12 bucks an hour, but I get paid $20 an hour for laying bricks, and I need the money. I'm not interested in $12 an hour. I don't want the break. I can't afford the break. I have a family to feed. I need my full wages. So then... Um, since the Torah doesn't obligate him to lose money if he doesn't want to, um, so then he essentially can can make a tanai. He can speak it out, stipulate either with the person who lost it, or with a like a, a bezdin, even an ad hoc bezdin of three, and say, "Listen, I'm prepared to give up an hour of work, but I make twenty dollars an hour, and I have to get paid my full wages." Um, in which case, if the bezdin gives that the thumbs up. With a personal loss gives it the thumbs up, then he certainly is entitled to get back his full his full wages. Um, that's the mission says here. If there is a bezdin, so then he can make that stipulation in front of the bezdin. Again, I'm taking an hour off my work, but I'm not getting paid as a delivery guy twelve bucks an hour. I'm getting paid as a bricklayer twenty dollars an hour, and uh, and then he will get a full. He'll be able to because he made that condition ahead of time, get reimbursed the full twenty dollars of lost wages that he incurred for going to return this lost object. Now, what happens if im ein sham bezdin? What if there's just no one to to uh, make this stipulation in front of? Bifne mi yasna. So then, who should he make the stipulation with? Ask the Mishnah rhetorically. So the answer is shalokodem. He says no. If there's no one to make a condition with, so then the worker, the guy who found this object, his um, personal financial concerns come first, and the Torah does not obligate him to lose money on behalf of the guy who lost it, and therefore. There's no one with whom he can make this condition, so he can't get paid his full $20 an hour for laying bricks. He can say, listen, I'm working now. I just can't deal with this whole object. Someone else has to do it. I'm sorry. And he can he's exempt from doing it because Shiloh Kodem, says the Mishnah, his financial concerns have to take do take priority. He's not, the Torah doesn't respond, require him to lose money to do the mitzvah of Hashavah Saveda.